jumper on the way. Good! Tyus Battle nails the three! Dungy leaps and into the end zone for Dungy. A touchdown! If that's not on every highlight show tonight, then I, I don't know who's watching. Powered for oh! Soaring through the air! High-flying Slovakian! Screen pass here, he'll get one. And he stays alive and he's got room to the 10. One man to beat, he'll do it. Touchdown, Syracuse! And for Syracuse, party time. The upset, pulled by the Orange. They defeat Clemson 27 to 24. The penetration, step back. Oh, a pressure bucket for Tyus Battle. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. Powered by Drivers Village and Hummel's Office Plus. Hour number two of Orange Nation underway on ESPN Radio. Stephen Fonte, Seth Goldberg with you up until 2 o'clock. And as promised, we kick off hour number two by bringing in the head coach of the SU women's basketball team starting his 13th season on the SU Hill. Quentin Hillsman joins us now. How about that, Coach Q? Uh, 13 years. Where's the time gone? You ready to get back at it again? Yeah, there's no question. No, time is time is going fast, and and the good part about most of these 13 years is we, we've had some great great moments. So so it's been well well received on my end. You've got all five starters coming back. Uh, a great recruiting class coming in. High expectations going into this season. How much does that help you, especially this time of year? The fact you have so much experience now in the program. Do you feel like you're able to to get started a little ahead of the game than than most years, or is that is that a myth that we kind of make up in the media? Well, yes, yes, and no. I mean, obviously, it's it's good to have a veteran group that can come back, and when you're installing things and you're trying to get your season started, they have an idea of what you expected they can kind of teach some of the some of the younger players you know our our expectations our standards and the things that we do within our program but but but, but most of all it's just about having enough talent and i think that when you return five starters and you and you're bringing in you know top five in recruiting class in most polls you know you have a chance to be pretty good you mentioned the recruiting class there and and obviously we know all the success the program has had recently um, is this a direct correlation where you've had the success, you've gone to the NCAA tournament, the Final Fours, and then you get out on there, get out on the road, and and you're able to bring in, uh, you know, an, an even better caliber of recruit? I think so. I mean, obviously, when you when you when you're winning, it's 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 easier to make some of these some of these phone calls and and the, and the prospect and the coaches and the parents are listening to you a little bit. So it definitely helps. But most of all, it's just about identifying players you can get and identifying players that can that can help your program and, and we've done a really good job of identifying players that can they can get us to, to another level. I know you're excited about this recruiting class as a whole, but the the player that headlines that class is the McDonald's All American and Emily Anxler. Uh what can you tell us about her game for those of us who have not seen her play in person? What kind of player is she like? What can we expect to see when this thing tips off next month? She is she's multi dimensional. She can she can do it all. She's very very versatile. Can can score the ball. Can put it on the floor. She's she's a very very skilled player, and obviously, that's 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 what you're trying to get. I mean, you're trying to get interchangeable parts, and you're trying to get a positionless basketball that everyone's going to now. And it's it's very important just to have players that can do a lot of things on the floor, and she can definitely do that. Last year, uh, it seemed like one of the the stories of the basketball season, especially up here, was Tiana Mangakahia and, and and what she did in her first year here. How excited are you to see her back on the floor and, and what what she can do to follow up what she did last year? Well, we're very excited. Obviously, when you have 
have um, Tiana back on um, she led the nation in a in a sense last year, which is which is a remarkable feat. And it's just, it's, it's hard to do. I mean, it, it's it's twofold. You have to be a great point guard, obviously, and be able to pass the ball, but also you have to have some good teammates that can they can they can catch the ball and make some shots for you. And she's just I mean, she's just very unselfish, and she's a player that can get get, get the rest of our team involved in, and 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 they love playing with her, and we love having her. All right, so all five starters coming back. You've got a top-five recruiting class. Expectations are sky-high. You've been to the NCAA tournament six years in a row. How do you handle the, the preseason expectations? Because some coaches would downplay it, um, especially with their team. They don't want them to get too high going into the year. Some coaches embrace it. I feel like you're kind of an, an embrace-it kind of coach, but I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. So how are you handling it with, with the media? I mean, you're going to have media day here in a little more than an hour from now. How do you handle those questions with the media about expectations? How do you handle that topic of expectations with your team? Our, our, our expectations really don't. Don't change. You know, our, our goal is, is to win national championships, and that's what we focus on. We, we focus on what it what it what it takes to win a national championship. And and for us, we're we're in the, we're in the best conference in the country. We're in a conference that that sends seven or eight teams to the NCAA tournament every year. So so every night, um, we're playing against tough competition in conference. And our and our non-league schedule. You know, we we started the first week of our schedule with playing on the road at Oregon, and they're number two in some polls. So we so we so we want to really want to want to challenge ourselves early and. And see where we are, and and we're just excited about about the opportunity we're going to play in such a great conference and play this tough competition outside of conference. Talking with Coach Quentin Hillsman here on ESPN Radio, and Coach Q, you mentioned that schedule not only a, a tough a tough opponent in Oregon, but going out there and and going on on some of the trips that you go on. Uh, what what goes into this? Because you challenge yourself and, and you seem to you know travel. You're not afraid to get out of the dome and and get out places and play. No, yeah, you have to you have to chase games sometimes. When people, you know, people really don't want to come in the dome dome and play non-league games. We we're our, our win percentage is up in ninety percent almost playing non-league at home. So so it's tough to get home home games against Power Five teams. So we so we tend to chase some of these teams in some of these tournaments and and go to their place and play. You know, playing you know playing at Tennessee a couple of years ago, and we don't we don't mind going on the road and and playing at these um. At, at big schools, so this is this is no different. You know, Oregon game is a game that that that, that, that they were looking for an opponent, and we and we went and got it. So so we 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 love the opportunities, we love the challenges, and we love playing in front of big crowds. And and the, and the Oregon game will be a great test for us. You know, it's natural uh, for anybody doing sports talk radio this time of year before the season started to to discuss. You know what the questions are. You know, heading into the year, they have to answer this, this, and this. Uh, you obviously know what you have in this squad, and and you've seen them work out in the preseason. Heading into to this season, is, is there a, a question or two that's on your mind that that you'd like to see answered by your team early on in the year? Uh, is this is 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 really just for us getting a, getting a culture of competition? Right now, because we we are we're we're deep at all of our positions, and and there there has to be some some kind of separation within practice to be able to, to get any kind of depth chart to get any any kind of you know starting starting seven, which we always are referred to, because I think you have to have seven starters to win a championship. And and if us players 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 eight nine and ten are the ones, because most teams can put seven good players. On a on a roster, but can your eight, nine, and ten player help you win games? And for us, if you went to the championship game, uh, our eight, nine, and ten players won one, two, or three games for us in the in the year. So for us, it's just about developing a level of competition and a culture of competition, and having a deep team and getting to our season with, with our full roster. 
All right, so media day uh, today beginning at 2.30, and then tomorrow you have a, an event inside the Dome that you know fans can get up close and personal and, and uh, watch the team scrimmage, and then there's ice cream afterwards. What can you tell us about this event tomorrow? And I know you've done it a few years in a row, uh, and it seems like a great opportunity for the community to, to kind of interact with you and the players. Actually, the event is Sunday. Oh, I, I apologize. Uh, okay, thank you. That's okay. That's okay. Sunday at at eleven thirty is in the dome. It's, it's a good event. It's it's more of a more of a inter squad scrimmage type atmosphere. Kind of kind of like the same thing that the men are doing tonight, except for we do it Sunday during the day because it seems as though um we have a lot of kids that like to eat ice cream on those days. So <laughs> <laughs> so we, so also it's a little excuse for us to eat some ice cream too, right? So <laughs> absolutely we have it have it on Sunday and it, and it, and it ends right right after the lunch lunch hour and we have a chance to. To, to to meet some of our um, season ticket holders, some of our fans, take some pictures, sign some autographs, and they get to see us play. So it's a, it's, it's a good time for us. All right. It's always a good day to have ice cream. I was looking it forward to ice cream tomorrow. Time. I may have ice cream anyway on my own, and then Sunday we can get some ice cream with the SU women's basketball team. Does that sound good, Coach Q? Well, of course, I'm probably going to have some in a few minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that, that sounds great. Listen, as always, we appreciate the time. We appreciate you joining us. And, uh, you know, I guess we're going to talk to you again a little bit this afternoon over there at Media Day, and then we'll see you on Sunday inside the Dome. All right. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. There he is, Quentin Hillsman, uh, beginning his 13th season on the SU Hill as uh, the women have everyone back uh, from last year, all five starters. They've got that dynamite recruiting class, McDonald's All-American, and Emily Anxler. It feels like the pieces are in place for this team to be really, really good. Yeah, it should be another really fun year uh, for that team, for Coach Q's team. Uh, They were a lot of fun to watch last year, and they have been for the last couple of years. You bring back five starters off of last year's team, you add in to the mix, like you said, an All-American there's no reason to think that team shouldn't be great again. And arguably the best team in the country is in your conference in Notre Dame. I know UConn is still out there. UConn's still UConn, but Notre Dame might be the best team in the country. Notre Dame is the best team in the country, non-UConn category? And they're coming to the Dome. So um, it's it's going to be an exciting season. It's going to be an exciting season for the men and the women. We do need to take a timeout. Phone lines now open the rest of the way at 315-437-7644. We are back after this on ESPN Radio.